Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Jackie Stewart podcast. I'm really excited about today's episode because it's a topic that is really, really dear to my heart that I've been struggling with for as long as I can remember, trying to navigate it, master it, change it, all of these things um, my entire life. And I'm really not kidding when I say my entire life. I remember as early as four, five years old. And the topic is, you know, body image being a plus size woman um, diet culture, like this whole shit that we navigate with. And I know that a lot of us do. Um, and for me, it really started at a young age. I remember I consciously went on a diet when I was five years old. Um, but before we get into the topic, I have something really exciting to announce. And that is that I'm offering free complimentary clarity calls. And a clarity call is for people who are wanting to lean more into their intuition, um, just want to navigate their life more based on their soul's desires and the things that they really want and want to trust themselves as they're making smaller, big decisions and just kind of like really, really want to tap into the fulfillment that comes when you are navigating and living life based on your intuition and not based on what society tells you to do. Um, it's also for people who are trying to come out of survival mode, um, you know, want to learn how to regulate their nervous system and feel their emotions um, or people who are just like, you know what, I kind of do want to know more about my intuition. But honestly, most of the time, I don't know if it's fear or anxiety or my intuition. So if this sounds like you and you just really want to get more clear on certain things in your life and how to accomplish them or decisions you want to make or just kind of like tapping into this wisdom of your body, then I urge you to, to book this clarity call. Like I said, it's for free. It's going to be 40 minutes long and we're going to really talk about things that are on your heart. Um, and I will be using modalities like human design, nervous system regulation, emotional regulation, um, somatic practices so that we can really tap into your wisdom. And after the session, you will have tools that you can use on a daily basis to really continue this relationship between you and your intuition. It has changed my life over the last six months tremendously. It's become, my theme has become reckless self-trust, right? And that's really like me just fully leaning into my intuition. And the thing about intuition is it's not logical. It never is, right? But it's also not supposed to be really scary or demanding you know if that's what you feel it's most likely your fear speaking and not your intuition so anyways these calls are for free i would love for you to book them um i will leave a link to book them in the show notes and you can also hit me up on instagram and i will send you the link i will update it on my link tree so that you can find it you can find it there too but i'm really excited okay now let's get started on body image i think in order to like really explain my angle, um, it's important that you kind of understand my issues with body image. Like I said, it started at a very young age. Um, I do remember I was in kindergarten and I was bullied by somebody um, and they were making fun of me for what I was eating. And that's when I decided, yeah, I'm not going to eat like I don't look good. Um, these other children are telling me that I don't look good, so I'm going to diet. Um and I think it's also important to know that I was raised by parents who did not give a shit about my nutrition whatsoever. I kind of want to say they did the best they could, but then also they did not. <laughs> um, so 
I never, I don't really remember ever really like vegetables being a big thing in my household. And I do remember junk food and candy being a big thing in my household, right? Not only that we had a lot of access to it, but it was celebrated. Like my parents celebrated. And I kind of honestly have to say it was more so my dad than my mom, at least from what I remember, because my parents broke up when I was six. So ongoing from that, I lived with my dad. Um, and I do remember him. I mean, he was a bigger person, right? He had, um, he had extra weight that he honestly didn't need. And, um, yeah, junk food and candy was celebrated. And whenever my dad would feel ashamed or hate for his body, he would put himself on a diet, but it wasn't this, Hey, you guys, you know, we want to eat healthier or we need to, it was more this, Oh my God, I am so ugly. I am so fat. I'm never going to find another woman. And he would just like tell himself, I can't eat nothing. All I have to eat is salad. And he would be so sad and so disappointed and frustrated about the fact that all he had to eat was, or all he could eat was salad. So, you know, his own issues around his weight and his bodies and his eating habits is what we internalize, what I internalized as junk food and candy makes you happy. And if you have to eat vegetables and salad, that's going to be really sad. And that's honestly how I felt for the majority of my life too. Um, so I was an overweight child. And as I grew into like teenage years, I definitely thinned out a little bit, but never like a skinny person. I, I was just, I've always been a thicker person. I've always had more weight, more body, more curves. Um, you know, not even in an ugly way, but also growing up in like the early 2000s. And on top of that in Europe, if you are not skinny, skinny, you are fat. There is no such thing as curvy, as thick. I mean, now it is, but back in the day, back, back in the day, you were straight up fat. So this is what I've internalized, right? All of the magazines were showing really skinny people um, in the early 2000s. Like, remember Britney Spears, Christina Aguilera, I don't know who else, like, but really skinny celebrities, right? All of the fashion was for skinny people. Um, I remember collarbones like really sticking out was celebrated. Hip bones sticking out was celebrated. Celebrated. Having a thigh gap was celebrated. Um, a really flat stomach was celebrated. And I never had any of those. Even though if you looked at me now, like as a teenager, you couldn't say I was fat. I was more just curvy. I back then believed I was straight up fat. Like I was not. I never fit into a size zero, not even two or four. I was always more of a size 10 kind of girl. So, and that's fat. That was fat when I grew up, right? You fitting in a size 10 means you are straight up fat. So, so much shame, so much hate that it actually led to whenever we were um, on summer break and, you know, in Germany, we only have six weeks off. I would think about, okay, how can I lose the most weight in six weeks so I can come back to school and look fly and look really cute, right? Um, and, you know, the only option that I ever felt was starving myself. And I would, I would lie in bed sleepless because I was so going crazy over the fact of I need to lose this weight. And usually I didn't lose this weight over the six weeks. So then when the night before school was, I would not sleep because I felt so much shame and so much hate for myself for just being so fat. Um, so then in my early 20s, I think it was my late teens, 
I was in a relationship with a very toxic person and he was commenting around my way too. Mind you, by then I really kind of like grew out and I was not fat. No. I mean, I was still a size 10 and, you know, as like a 20 year old, can you imagine the size 10 is not fat, but that's how I felt and how people made me feel. So definitely he did. He would really um, comment on how fat I was. So I starved myself. Like I did not eat solids for three months. I was on this liquid diet and I lost a lot of weight. I really did. But I was miserable. I mean, obviously, for one, I didn't eat. For two, I still didn't love myself. I still thought I was fat. Um, and I just felt really horrible. So after three months, I just couldn't sustain it, obviously. So I started eating again, and I gained weight, obviously. Um, and then, but it wasn't a lot of weight, to be to be honest. It was, you know, I was still kind of like in that size 10 kind of era. You know, having thighs, I always had a big butt. Um, a slimmer waist, but a little belly. So then I met somebody who was really into bodybuilding and fit girls. And I was like, oh my God, this sounds so good. And you know, I want him to love me. So that's what I'm gonna do. So I went on this crazy bodybuilding journey where I worked out twice a day for six um, days a week. I was on this really, really strict diet, um, a lot of protein, very little carbs, like, you know, even outdated diets because... I know a lot of people still eat this way, but this whole idea of we need all this protein and we can't eat carbs is straight up bullshit, straight up bullshit. Um, and then I would have this cheat day where I would eat whatever I wanted. And, you know, I, it was insane. Like I was really craving this food. By the time I would buy it and go home to eat it, I was shaking because I was like, oh, my God, I want to eat this so bad. Um, but then after, war, after, after that, I would feel really sick and a lot of shame again. Um, so yeah, I lost a lot of weight. I lost a lot of body fat. I gained a lot of muscle. I looked really, really good. Like at that point, I was fucking hot. My ass was growing. My thighs were growing, but really, really strong. Um, my stomach was flattening out. I had muscles all over my body. I looked fucking good. Okay. And I felt that. Like I felt that about myself. People would tell me men were looking after me more than they usually did. Um, I got hella compliments. I really started posting all that stuff on Instagram. So I felt a little bit better about the way I looked. And at the same time, I did not. I also remember showing my friend who was on a similar weight loss fitness obsession journey than I was, sending her a picture of my really flat stomach and telling her I'm so fat. And she was like, bitch, are you fucking crazy? Um, you know, but I all... But I also always struggle with, I think it's called body dysmorphia, where you feel bigger than you actually are, or you might feel thinner than you actually are. Like really this disillusioned conception, perception of who I was and how I looked. Um, mind you, this dude that was really into bodybuilding and all that stuff, who I started doing this for, he left me for somebody else. Um, but at that point I was like, you know what? No, I can continue to do this on my own. You know, I got a, I became a fitness, um, licensed fitness trainer and all of these good things. And, but I also do remember at some point I could not sustain this any longer. I was really tired of how much I was eating, the stuff that I was eating, how much I was working out. Like I was really getting burned out and my mental health was really, I was really struggling. And I remember looking at my food thinking, I cannot sustain it this way. And if I don't sustain it this way, 
my body is going to change because this is not how my body naturally looks, how my body naturally holds weight. So then I came, I moved to the US and actually by that time, I was still looking really good, still very curvy, um, but beautiful, like really good. You know, not as toned, not as muscular, but still curvy. Um, and I remember all of a sudden, like I worked at this high school and all of these girls were asking me, oh my God, how did you get this butt, these thighs, you look beautiful. Like I got so many compliments for my body. That was the very first time that I realized maybe it's not my body, but the beauty standard in Europe. Because here in the US, my body was celebrated like it was the body of a goddess. Whereas in Germany, I would be looked at like, yeah, bitch, you are fat. You need to stop eating. Um, you're not anorexic, so please stop living. <laughs> um, so this is what kind of started shifting my perception of like, maybe my body is actually beautiful. And it, it helped me relax, right? It helped me relax around what I was eating, how much I was working out, but not to not to an extent where I just could live and be happy. I still felt a lot of shame if I didn't work out regularly. And by regularly, I meant at least four times a week. I still felt a lot of shame when I ate a lot of junk food, um, which, you know, didn't happen as, as much anymore because at that time I lived with my husband. We both were vegan. But, you know, we both also had this period where we would um, smoke weed together every um Every Friday night, you know, just for fun. It was a very brief period that I smoked, but it was fun. We had a good time, but you know, we were high. So obviously we had the munchies and we would get all of this junk food from like 7-Eleven or order more food. And, you know, looking back, I don't want to miss that because like I said, we had a good time, but, um, you know, I still felt a lot of shame around the food I ate. And then I felt like, okay, next day you just have to work out a little harder. So then I became pregnant. And I didn't really gain a lot of weight during my pregnancy. I was very fit still, like worked out a lot. I did not eat that much bullshit. And that was more because I just didn't want it. Um, but after I gave birth and I started breastfeeding, that's where I gained weight. Like breastfeeding really makes me ravenous. It makes me so hungry. Um, I gained weight. I really did. And on top of that, I was really stressed. Um, postpartum wasn't great. I felt like a lot of anger and shame and all of this trauma came up. So, you know, hormones were out of balance because I just had a baby, but also because my nervous system was like, you know, in fight or flight a lot. So it couldn't really be in homeostasis and my hormones couldn't really be balanced. Um, and yeah, so that's when I gained a little bit extra weight and I felt so ugly, so much shame, but it wasn't really that bad yet. It was just a little bit of extra weight. It wasn't really showing too much on my body yet. But then I became pregnant again. And again, during the pregnancy, I kind of like stayed the same. It was heavier than I was before my first, but I kind of stayed the same. And then after I had him, same thing. I breastfed and I gained more weight. And on top of that, now I had really, really loose skin around my belly, which I never had before. Like I may have had a little belly, but it was really tight skin. Like it wasn't skin like it wasn't just loose skin and now I had that and I felt so much shame like it was horrible and I remember like the first few times that my husband and I were trying to have sex I would really like no hide my belly like I had to have clothes on he was trying to see my naked body I wouldn't let him sh see it um, when I took showers I was really trying to make sure he was not in the same room or when I was getting dressed I felt 
horrible. And at the same time, like every single day I looked at my body or just felt how big I was. I also knew this is not how I want to live. I don't want to hate my body. I really don't. I don't just want to love myself and my body when it looks a certain way. Right now it doesn't. And I don't want to hate it. I really don't. And yet I woke up with all of this anger, all of the shame, all the fucking time. So I did start try, like I, I was trying to figure out how can you lose this weight? Because apparently you're not happy, right? And dieting was so not an option. Like my whole body would just reject the idea of dieting because everything that I learned about diet dieting came up and it was just so negative and toxic and disempowering and frustrating and heartbreaking and making me feel hopeless and like shit that I was like, no, I'm not going to enter the cycle again just so I can feel like shit again. Like that's not it. And also, you know, but that also means like, yes, I want to prioritize healthy foods because they're good for me because I truly believe this is really good food. This is delicious food, life sustaining food. It is high vibrational. It makes me feel good. And not, I have to eat this because this other stuff is making me feel gross or it's making me fatter. But at the same time, when I have the desire to eat something that is not so healthy, I do not want to beat myself up about it. And I don't want to feel like I have to restrict myself. Like I knew at that point, if I lose weight, it had to be in a very intuitive way. No other option. Um... So I'm starting to learn all, everything about nervous system regulation that I've been sharing on my podcast and also on my social media. And funny enough, the very first time that I did nervous system regulation, I looked after that, I looked in the mirror and I did not feel hate for my body. I was able to look in the mirror and look at my naked body, which up until then I was not able to. So what I did, I was just sitting with it and I was really I was really loving it, just touching my belly and, you know, my thighs and my boobs and all of that stuff and just looking like, yeah, actually, Jackie, your body's really nice. Um, so, you know, nervous system regulation definitely helped, like, pivot how I perceived myself, meaning instead of fear and judgment and anger and shame and hate, I was now more gentle and loving towards the way I looked. That didn't mean that I just straight up loved my body and was like, I don't care about ever losing weight again. No, I still very much cared, but I had so much more love and compassion for my body. Um, but what really changed was when I started to identify what I associated with certain foods, right? This is where I really got deep into like every single time I want to eat something unhealthy and I can't have it. Or I tell myself I can't have it. I feel so sad. Why is it that I'm feeling sad? Well, because growing up, I associated eating junk food and candy and all that stuff with happiness. Like these things are supposed to make me happy. And then whenever my husband would say, oh, you know, I'm going to make a big salad for dinner or we're just going to have all of these veggies, that would make me sad. <laughs> and I started asking myself, why is it that you feel so sad? when your body, when your husband is offering delicious, healthy food. It's because growing up, I associated healthy food with something bad. It meant that I was a bad person, that my life sucked. It meant that I couldn't enjoy my food. I couldn't enjoy it. I was forced to eat these things. 
that was a really, really important step for me to look at in order to like identify why it is the way I feel towards certain food, right? And then I used everything that I learned about feelings and limiting beliefs and what I want to believe. And I asked myself, what is it that you want to believe about healthy food? And what is it that you want to believe about not healthy food? So about healthy food, what do I want to believe? I want to believe that this food is really good for me, that it helps me stay healthy, alive. It has high vibration. It really connects me to Mother Earth. It builds all of these beautiful things in my body that just continue to help me be the best version of myself. So that's what I started embodying. I, I started embodying this belief about food. Like every day I would tell myself this about food. And slowly but surely, this is what this food started to mean to me. So now I'm looking at avocados, I'm looking at salads, and I'm like, oh my gosh, yes, this is so good. However, what I didn't want to happen, I did not want to look at bad food like junk food and candy as it's the devil, right? Because truth is, it's not good for us, but it's also really not the devil. So what I did was, I associated, you know, candy and junk food with its true meaning. Yeah, it's it doesn't carry a lot of high vibration. It's very low vibrational, right? There's not a lot of fresh ingredients in there. In fact, some of the things that are in there will actually really make me sick over time. Keep me hooked. Uh, you know, the sugar addiction is real. And just foster negative gene expression, uh a very bad and unhealthy gut microbiome. Mind you, I learned all this shit from my husband. Um, but this is what happens over time if I eat this a lot, right? And I can honor that it's fun to eat this at times. It's satisfying to eat a piece of chocolate or a whole um, a whole package of chocolate. It's 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 fun to indulge in ice cream. So. I started associating bad food with that, which gave me a little bit more compassion about this food, but it also put a limit on it. Like, yeah, I can't eat this, but it should be in limits because of what it does to my body. So then it wasn't this, I can't eat this food because I'm fat and I'm ugly and I'm a bad person, but I can't have too much of this food because my body matters. My health matters. What I put in my body matters because my body loves me. This is how I can love my body right? My body constantly supports me. If I put all of this shit in my body 24 seven, my body's like, okay, um, this is really not good for us, but we're going to work really, really hard because it's my job to keep you healthy and alive. And I love you so much. So I'm going to re work really, really hard. And as your body is working really, really hard, it, it burns out. It becomes sick because at some point it just can. So this is when cancer comes up, right? This is when high blood pressure, diabetes, all of these things, because your body just can't. Right. So this is how I started associating to all these things. And what I also did was I started envisioning this person, this woman that is well nourished, that eats because she loves healthy food, that eats because she listens to her body and her body's needs. And she has this very healthy and loving relationship to her body and food. And every single day, I would just, how does she feel like? How does she move about her day? What does she think? Who is she? And as I was tapping into this feeling, right, I was tapping into the frequency. And as I was tapping into the frequency, I collapsed time and space and I became that person. 
I became that version of myself. So this is who I am now. I can eat a lot of healthy food and look forward to it and feel so good about it. And I can enjoy a little bit of, um, you know, the indulgence of like junk food or candy. And I can, I can enjoy it, feel good about it and not shame myself. So it's become this beautiful dance of, I want to say balance, but definitely more on the healthier side. Um, and loving my body, really loving my body. And what helped me really embrace the way I look, right? Not just my relationship with food, but you know, the, the, the skin around my belly, the bigger arms that I have, the, you know, the big thighs that I have, or the more of a double chin that I have was the feelings that came up, shame, guilt, anger, hate were just feelings. Those were just sensations in my body. So what I started doing is as I was looking at myself and these things would come up, I would tell myself, hold up. Those are just sensations in your body. What you make them mean in your head is not what they really mean. So why don't you just feel them? And I did. And for some of these feelings, I needed a few attempts because it was a lot. It was very intense. It was very dysregulating. But over time, the capacity of my nervous system grew and I was able to hold more of it. Sometimes just 10 seconds, 30 seconds, up to a minute until these feelings in my body were just released. And as I created more space between me and these feelings in my body, I was also able to look at them as those are not mine. I internalized that from generations, right? My parents, their grandparents, my aunts, my uncles, but also social media or the media, the society, friends, everybody. I internalized all of that shit. So it really wasn't mine. I felt it as if it was mine, but it really wasn't. So as I had more space between me and these feelings, and I was already able to, to feel them, to let them speak, to move them, I was also able to realize, yeah, a lot of this is not mine. And I was able to give this back to my ancestors, to the society, to whoever this belongs to, because it's not mine. So a lot of energetic work to cleanse my nervous system, all of the shit that it was holding on to, which wasn't really mine. And here I am really enjoying my body, loving my body for what it is. Every jiggle, every roll, every stretch mark on it. Enjoying healthy food because I know how much it means to my body that I feed it healthy stuff. And enjoying the unhealthy food because I know it's okay. I know it's okay. It's, I mean, honestly, maybe it sounds easy to you. Maybe it doesn't. All I can say is that this is exactly what I needed to get to where I am because dieting restriction and further hate and shame was not going to work for me. At that point, I love myself enough to not hate on me like I used to around my body and around the food that I ate. So yeah, this is my journey. This is where I'm at right now. I'm really, really proud of where I'm at. And I hope you got something out of this episode. And if you are on a similar journey of like not wanting to feel all of these feelings or wanting to feel them so that they can no longer mean what you think it means, detaching the story of your feelings around your body and your food or around anything in your life. Um, if you want to increase the capacity of your nervous system to feel your feelings and to create space between you and an emotion so you can actually look at it for what it is or you can release it and give it back to the people that it really came from, then I invite you to my new masterclass called Fall in Love with 
all of your emotions. It's going to be a 60 minute workshop where I'm teaching you exactly what I just told you, like nervous system regulation, emotional regulation, detaching the story, um, and just really falling in love with every single sensation that you have, no matter how hard, how heavy, and how scary it is, you will love your emotions. If you are interested in this masterclass, it's, like I said, it's going to be 60 minutes. I'm, I haven't set the date yet. Feel free to reach out to me on Instagram. You can sign up. I'm also going to drop a link in the show notes for you to sign up. And I cannot wait for you to, for one, heal your relationship with your body, heal your relationship with food, and to just really fucking love your emotions. And also, if you want to learn more about like healthy foods and which foods really support what in your body and how you can really nourish your body in a way that it's just ever evolving, growing and doing all these beautiful things that it's supposed to do. I really, really, really encourage you to check out my husband. Um, I'm going to link his Instagram profile down here too. His name is Tucson. His Instagram is um, I am dot Tucson Stewart. And he's a fucking genius. Okay. So much about food that I learned from him that I really think is really important for us to understand if we really want to love our bodies. Anyways, that's it for me today. Thank you so much for listening. See you next time.